everybody, and welcome back to Multiverse Monologues, the podcast show where we like to travel across the multiverses and fandoms that we love. Today, we'll be traveling to Thomas Jane's Punisher universe from 2004 as part of our Marvel Movie Marathon, where we watch every single theatrically released Marvel film. But I'm not on this journey alone. Today, joining me as always are my co-hosts, the gentlemen who helped make this show possible. First off, we have Ethan Wetzloff. Ethan, how are you doing today? I'm pumped to be here. I'm, I'm going to pull my fire hydrant out of my bag, <laughs> plant it right here on the sidewalk. You know, I'm parked and ready to talk about this film. Epic. We also have Micah Het here today. Micah, how are you? Well, I just hope I don't get a parking ticket, so... <laughs> really nice. I'm doing great. <laughs> nice one, gentlemen. Before we get into this epic review, make sure you're subscribed to our YouTube channel where this podcast goes up every week. But if you want early access to these podcasts for our Marvel Movie Marathon, they're always up on Monday on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. A review on any of those sites would be greatly appreciated. But let's get into it, boys. Let's hop in our TARDIS or open our sling ring, whichever you'd rather. And let's head over to Thomas Jane's Punisher universe. I leave this as a declaration of intent, so no one will be confused. One, sick this Pacum Parabellum. If you want peace, prepare for war. Two, Frank Castle is dead. He died with his family. Number three, in certain extreme situations, the law is inadequate. In order to shame its inadequacy, it is necessary to act outside the law, to pursue natural justice. This is not vengeance. Revenge is not a valid motive, it's an emotional response. No, not vengeance. Punishment. All right, gentlemen, Punisher 2004, starring Thomas Jane, John Travolta, who I didn't know was gonna be in this, who's epic, without getting too much into it. Let's dive into this movie. I'm really excited to hear your opinions. I know you guys have talked through this a little bit beforehand. I don't know your opinions, though. I know my thoughts. So, Ethan, what do you think of Punisher 2004? Man, where do I start? This movie is, uh, it's all over the place for me. So, this is, this is the story I call the beginning and the end, because I do find the beginning of this movie a pretty compelling movie. And the ending I find really enjoyable too, but man, the the middle hour, it's it's a rough rough journey to get through. I, I paused it probably three or four times to check. Man, this is still going okay, but I powered through, and uh, it was a movie. <laughs> Question: Did you watch the extended cut? No, the one I watched was two hours and three minutes. That's the one that I watched. Yep, okay, I did too. All right, so. Kind of mixed, kind of mixed feelings on it for Ethan. Micah, how do you feel about this film? Well, I gotta say it's probably the worst western I've ever seen because <laughs> uh, it's definitely western vibes, right? Oh, they were 100%. going for a western. That's my first note here. Yeah, uh, they they had what two or three standoffs where you know they had the waist shot with yeah. the gun and they 
throw away the the cape, the the leather coat rather, and it reveals the gun. Unbuckle the gun, and then you know you get the little. But it doesn't actually. But yeah, and then they shoot each other a couple times like that. But I thought it was the worst western I've ever seen. So bad. Okay. Um, <laughs> wow. I was I was not a big fan of this movie. There were some parts that I liked, but they didn't make up for the boringness that is the entirety of this movie. Mm. Uh, I go, going into this. I've seen Punisher. Have you guys seen Punisher? The show. The, uh, the yeah. show. I've seen five episodes of it. Five episodes. But a lot of my love for that character comes from the Daredevil TV show. Yeah. Where they talk with each other. So. So like the the Daredevil episode, I think I'll be talking about how the Punisher gets the 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 show. John Bernthal gets this so much better. I won't go into too much detail on it, but. I love John Bernthal way more than uh, our boy Thomas Kane here. <laughs> Jane. Thomas Jane. 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 Yes. Not Kane. Okay. Two two people who have very mixed feelings with this movie. Yeah, it's not mixed. It's negative. Oh, you're so <laughs> yeah. full negative. Uh, okay. A lot of this movie made me very mad. All right. In the, in the wrong way. For me, this is not The Punisher. Okay. All right. Well, I guess I'm going to be on the defense. All right. Because I love this movie. Whoa. I, no, like seriously, I love this movie. <laughs> so I'm going to be on the defense. You guys throw your <laughs> criticisms my way. Wait, are you serious? I'm dead serious. You're not just playing it out for the... No, no. Wow. Not, 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 this right. is not for the podcast. I. So when I come on here, I never like, like try and... Movie. I, so I've been really like... Maybe it's the Hulk that really killed me last week, and this kind of rebounded no, no, no. to a big degree. You've always but been negative towards things, you know? Let's go to X-Men, the first one. That's my thing, Not dude. a big fan. Let's go to Spider-Man. Critiques all the dialogue in there. Whoa, now, whoa, 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 whoa. Now whoa, Punisher whoa. comes along. Wait a minute. I but, gave Spider-Man an eight, all right? That's okay. my highest review true, movie. True, true. I love that movie. Don't get me wrong. X-Men, you gave it a six and a half. So I have been critical. Oh, Howard the Duck, you gave, you gave a four. Ethan gave it a two. So, okay. you know. So listen, I don't ever play up things for the podcast. My thoughts are my thoughts, and they're always genuine. This is the movie that I took the most notes on mm. because I genuinely love this movie from the beginning to the middle, to the end. And I cannot wait to hear what you guys don't like about it because almost all of the elements in this movie I really like, besides maybe like the two sons. But that's very interesting. I w ah, dang it, I was really hoping we'd be unified on this one like we were with X-Men, but apparently not. You guys don't like it. Well, so t tell us some things that so, you like. Oh, I have many things that I liked, starting off with Thomas Jane as the Punisher. He's the best part of this movie, in my opinion. He is the best part of this movie. He sells every scene that he's in. He's supposed to be emotional and very heartbroken because of everything that's happened to him. And he sells all of those flashback sequences with his wife, who's kind of speaking to him in a way. And I think it plays so beautifully throughout the whole film, all the way up until the end, where he has that final flashback sequence. It is so, so good. And he also, like, the tragic moments, and he's also, like, a total beast in this movie. He absolutely wrecks fools with his shotgun and all of his... And he also has some of the best one-liners I've ever heard in a movie ever. <laughs> come on. God's gonna sit this one out. Right, that that like, was pretty good. I come on. That, one that one was so good. I and will say, the line at the end when he's uh, with John Travolta's character, and John yells at him, he's like... You killed my son. And then you hear the explosion in the background, and he goes, 
I killed both your sons. <laughs> I do think that's a pretty beast line, and I do, I do think Ch- Thomas Jane is is pretty decent in this role. But man, I gotta say, everything else in this movie is is not good. So you do like Thomas Jane? I, I think he's all right. He's definitely no John Bernthal. I think well, we can all yeah. we can all say that. No one can get close to John Bernthal. But no, I do think this movie just it's a mess, man. I the first thirty minutes. I love I love that whole beginning of this film. I yeah. think it's really compelling, really good. I love the the family aspect, the his character get to learn the family dynamic, and when the the family gets gunned down, that's a crazy scene. Oh my gosh! But yes. then the movie proceeds to lull around for an hour. They do. There's nothing that happens. You meet. They some, should cut down a lot of that. You, you meet stuff. some boring roommates. Okay. Well, hold on, hold on. I you're, I did like uh, John Panetti. <laughs> Classic comedian. I love his stuff. <laughs> I don't know. It just felt like it lollygagged for the whole middle act. It did. And I did I did kind of enjoy the ending, too. But, man, the whole middle, I couldn't The, the part where I noticed that it was just going off the rails with how just boring it was in that middle section was when, and aimless, really, is when the girl invites him over for Thanksgiving. Or not even invites him over, but the guy's like, uh, he, she's getting attacked, the boyfriend's back, and we really need you right now. And then he goes over and she's like, oh, we'd like to invite you over for dinner. What? Just ask him to come over for dinner, you know? No, because they tried to before. They tried to be Did hospitable they? before, and he was like, no, I'm not in there. Mm. I think that fa- those three people are really good for this movie because for him for jo- for John not John Bernthal for Thomas Jane's Punisher who's experienced all of this crap going forward and I think at the end it's really played up really well because they're there to help him out of his slump he's never going to get there and just basically going to die which he almost does commit suicide mm-hmm. if not for them being his friends and I wrote it all down Frank meeting the three friends Dave who's the guy with all the ear piercings and the lip piercings and everything, Bumpo and Joan. Bumpo. I guess you can figure out who Bumpo is. And (laughs) he doesn't want their help, and he doesn't think he needs it. But as the movie goes along, he gets help from each one of them. Mm -hmm. They don't give up on him. Dave even gives up all his piercings in a really gruesome scene where they pull it out. Yeah, it was. That scene was gruesome. I didn't expect it. I thought that that they were going to do the thing where it's like, I'm going to pull this out. And he's like, wait, 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 wait. I'll tell you, but he didn't. but he didn't, and he pulled out every yes. single piercing. I, yes. I noticed that was that brutal. Scene, after that scene, the the guy was walking out. Uh, who's the mustache guy? What's his name? Do we know that? The mustache. guy who was pulling the piercings out. Oh, the, the Saint, well, I know who that actor is. Saint he's Frenchman. from. He's from what's his what's it called? Remember the Titans? He's the coach. Remember the Titans? Oh yeah. Oh, and I forget what his name is. Was but that he Quentin? was good too? Was that Quentin the gay guy? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Will Patton. Will Patton. Yes. Yeah, but Quentin. Will, when, was that his name? Quentin? Yeah. Quentin Glass. When he was, oh yeah, Mr. Glass, that's right. When he was walking out, he was like, yeah, we did everything to them. They wouldn't budge. But then you walk in and Bumbo is just sitting there on the bench. They didn't even touch him. It, I was like, all right. Well, they, he does give the line, if they knew anything, they would have talked. Because mm-hmm. he pulled out every one of his piercings. And then at the end, when they come out and Punisher's like, why would you do this for me? I, I thought, thought one of them would have squealed. Like, That's, I thought yeah. Buffalo would have, would have said, wait, stop. You know, I thought that he was going to either, you know, one of them at some point. Because that was, that was gruesome. Yes. I was not expecting that kind of brutality going on there. No. And then when they get out and he's like, why would you do this? You, you're like, we're not even 
like together. I don't even know you. And he's like, because you're family, you're part of, you're part of us. You live in this apartment with us. You've helped us out. And now we help you out. And it's each of those chippings away of like, Hey, why don't you come over for this? Hey, your family, I'm not going to like give up on you. And especially Rebecca, who is played by the actress who played Mystique in X-Men. Oh, was it really? I did not know that. Yes. <laughs> Rebecca gives him the advice middle, middle of the way through when they figure out that they're not good for each other. She says how good memories can help save your life. And literally, those good memories save his life. If it wasn't for these three people, Punisher Thomas Jane would be dead. Mm. And that's kind of how... So maybe it did meander, in your opinion, but I love the whole middle section. I thought all of that made the ending so epic and made it what it was. Because at the end, he has the whole flashback sequence of the good memories with his family, with his wife. And he's like, I have to keep going. And then he tells her that at the end, you're right. Good memories can save your life. To me, it seemed like he uh, just had, he just used the advice, but the experience of having them around wasn't what affected him. It was just that one line that affected him and why he didn't commit suicide. And he just left the money because he wasn't very materialistic because he already has nothing left to lose. And that's that's his whole thing. That's what the Punisher is, yeah. is not having anything to lose. So he just leaves they even his money. Say it in the movie. There's yeah. a line hold, there's a line about what's what's the difference between you and the criminals? Yeah. They have something to lose. Mm -hmm. I love That's that what I love about too. the Punisher. But they don't use that very much. Uh, and I wish that they used it more where he uh, just goes all out because either he uh, gets vengeance or he never has to live with it anymore. So that's that's the whole thing with the Punisher that I love so much, and that's mm -hmm. what we see with John Bernthal and his the Punisher in the show. Uh, we see him just go all out knowing that he needs to get this vengeance or he'll die trying. So that's, yeah. I think Thomas Jane does that too, in, my, so. in my opinion. I think he's totally for that. Like there's, <laughs> there's the line at the end where she's like, well, how will we know where you are? And he's like, read the paper. What <laughs> section? obituaries and he walks down <laughs> the stairs i'm like oh my gosh that that's, that's an epic line man come on i love like there's a lot to love in this movie but besides the middle part what else like throw the criticisms out there i'll see if i can all right biggest part this. yeah you're with me on the russian dude and that being the worst scene of the whole movie i don't know <laughs> if that's the worst scene in the whole movie but I don't know, man. I hate it was that. such a sloppy fight. Ben was saying he loves the roommate stuff. I yeah. think everything with the roommates is terrible. They are three terribly written characters. Mm -hmm. You have generic lady who dates bad boys. You have got fat guy who legit, they write him as a fat guy. He says he's thankful for, what was it, Diet Pepsi, Diet Pepsi. and Leftovers. Leftovers. Okay, wow. I mean, you got to admit, and then he's, he's right. You have <laughs> um, the glass character talking to the Pearson guy. So, based on your piercings, I can tell you were addicted to drugs. What? Really? Just stereotyping like that hard? Do you do drugs? Not right now. <laughs> you piercings, so, so you once did. Yeah. They're all just stereotypes. I, I think they're a bit generic in that way, but... Um, I guess you can make the argument that they have some effect on them, but they're not, by the end of the movie, I don't you know think what? that they left a lasting effect. You're right. You're right about the Russian scene being the worst, because I forgot how they inter cut it with the roommates dancing. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. You're right. That's, and the whole time there's that yeah. song playing on loop, and it's oh, it's unbearable. I I, I don't know. I almost that, I almost skipped it at that point. I, was like, legit, I, I wasn't going to, but... Legit, oh, halfway it was through the movie, rough. I paused it. I was like, 
man, I, I don't, I do not want to finish this. So the, the reason why that Russian fight scene was so bad was because all he does is pick him up and throw him. And then he goes over to where he was, picks up the Punisher, throws him, goes over there, picks him up, throws him in the bathroom. And then Thomas Kane reaches for that grenade. He throws it. And then out of a comedy movie, the Russian guy throws it back at him, <laughs> so he hops in the bathtub, out of all things. Uh, it was just a mess all the way around, and uh, when they kept cutting over to the roommates messing around in the other room with their uh, ice cream, and they're just dancing, and uh, the guy with the piercings is messing with the record player, and he's dancing, but he's in eyesight of what's going on in the other apartment. I don't know. It, it was supposed to be a comedic thing, but it just didn't fit for me. No, it didn't it, fit. tonally, it didn't feel it right. It didn't at fit. All. I, and that's not what a Daredevil movie should be. Punisher, I don't think it should. Punisher. I mean, not Punisher. <laughs> not Daredevil. Okay, Punisher. So, so that's. I agree. I'm not going to defend that scene. I also was kind of like, this is weird to intercut it with this song and dance while the Punisher's getting beaten up. But it's a weird thing to get hung up on because it's all of three minutes in this two hour three minutes? Movie. But yeah. it's literally the action sequence of the middle of the film. It's, it didn't seem that big to me. It was just exactly. the rushes. There's, well, what else happens? And that's the, the thing. Film. Why get so hung up on it? And also, I wanted to address the... the no, this is the main other. part that makes it... That connects them with the... Um, with the roommates. That's you can't talk about loving the ending of this film and not this scene being very integral to, the, I thought to that, the Russian fight scene. Because right after the Russian fight scene is when the piercing scene happens. Yeah. So it's all connected. Because he's still, well, yeah, he's still like, on the bottom of the stairs. But then yeah. that scene is so good. Like, I don't... I get why there's a problem with it. I don't. I didn't particularly like the scene either. I thought but it was just a boringly weird... choreographed scene. Oh, that's true. I agree with very, that. Very I agree with that. No, I see what Ben's saying. He's saying, Ethan, Michael, why are you hung up on the scene when the rest of the movie is so brilliant? Yeah. <laughs> uh, technically, well, from for me, that is the case. Because that's how I felt. Like, that one scene... And I guess the two brothers how about the scene, were not really that great. How about the scene right before the car chase scene well, where on. he jumps? Well, hold on. <laughs> I, I mean, want to address you guys. As, I got want to address you guys because you said the the three roommates are not characterized well. They're not supposed to be. They're not supposed to be fully fleshed out characters. Then why are they such a big part of this they movie? Are, they are there to bring Punisher back from oblivion. From the point of no return. That's why they're there. They're not there to be characters. I don't think that they do that, though. I think they, it's they just... He's it's just the girl saying that one line, and then the rest of it, he's distancing himself from them. I disagree. Yeah. I, I do want to note that when the Russian came in, I, just, I dubbed him a great value Sandman. Just because <laughs> yeah. the shirt he was wearing and the way he looked. <laughs> I thought... Because who, who played Punisher in the 80s? That was Dolph Lundgren. I thought it was like a cameo from him, and I was like, "No way, that's kind of cool." Have you seen that movie? I looked at. No, I haven't. I haven't either. Wait, why are we not watching that movie? It's TV. It's not. It was oh, directed directed DVD. Okay, okay, never mind. Okay. Yeah, there's so, a couple of movies that we're skipping because Russian scene, the roommates you don't like. Everything with Harry Heck. <laughs> Everything with Harry Heck. Who's that's Harry the guitar Heck? guy. Oh. In the diner, and, oh, then, and then the yeah. chase scene on the yes. drawbridge after. Yeah, if you want to call it a chase scene, it wasn't even a chase scene. So, John, not John Bernthal. What's his name? Frank Castle is sitting in the car, and he's sitting at this drawbridge oh, okay. waiting for it to close. 
And you see in the behind him, there's this car that's zooming up to him, and it's Harry Heck from the cafe that he was just at, who really? sang him a song. <laughs> and and, uh, and then he, he puts that, so we have this GTO, right? This Pontiac GTO that's all rigged out. We saw it, he was building it for weeks. That's how the apartment guys get to know him. They're like, oh, this is the dude that's been working on his car for such a long time. And, you know, it's such a beautiful car, and we can't wait to, whatever. And we can't wait to see it too. As an audience member, we can't wait to see it in action. And then we finally get to see it. And he crashes it instantly, totals it. And it was just in a car accident too. It wasn't even in a firefight or anything. He's just getting away from this guy and runs into a bystander <laughs> in their car. I thought it was a big waste of potential there for that GTO. Hmm. They really do just make the Punisher very Batman-esque in this film, giving him... A, a Batmobile and all these gadgets. It did remind me of the new Batman movie with yeah. his startup of his vehicle and everything like that. That was very reminiscent of that. I don't know. I thought in the in the spirit of the Western, him coming in there and singing him a whole in the spirit song, of the Western, that I was, was like, fine. all right, that that's kind of cool. And then they had a whole fight. I thought that was Johnny Cash at first. And I did too. I didn't know. I no Johnny Cash. Name is, in the, his name is Blanken. Yeah, he, he it's blanking on me. Johnny Cash. Yeah, I thought he died. No, in no, no, the he, 2000s. no, 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 no. He he did the song for Logan. Remember? Yeah, I know. I don't think he, did he die in the two thousands? You know what? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fight that. I don't know much about music. Harry Heck was Mark Collie. Mark Collie. Also Harry Heck. What a name! <laughs> I know. <laughs> Dang. All right. When did Johnny Cash die? He what died else? in two thousand three. Two thousand three. Okay. Yeah. No, you were right. You were right. Okay. What else do you guys not like about this movie? Um, I, I ooh, do we want to talk about John Travolta? Yes. Ooh, Ethan, what do you think of John Travolta? I, uh, man, I think he's fine. I don't. He's think such a big name, but does he live up to this big name that he has? Because we know so him from Greece. We know him from. Um, I only know him from Pulp Fiction. From Pulp Fiction, and I yeah. hated that movie. Really, I hate that movie huh. like big time. I like that. Everyone movie. loves that movie. My boy told me to watch it, and I was like, "What the heck is this?" I think John Travolta needed a like a wacky character to go alongside him because he he plays a great straight character, like a yeah. great um, Earth. You know, and his character is aside him. It's not straight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, glass. There you go. <laughs> Dang. So, yeah, like in Pulp Fiction, Samuel Jackson is the loud, yeah. loud man, and then he's the quiet man. I think that he needed a loud man to go alongside him because he's trying to play the loud man in this, but yeah. he's not a good loud man. So, have you ever seen um, John Wick? Yes. This movie reminded me a lot of John Wick. Reminded you me have of this Russian guy who's trying to protect his sons. All, like not Russian guy, but you have this mob boss who's trying to. He has a couple sons, and Punisher's going an all-out war after mm -hmm. this criminal boss and his sons and his whole organization. Like totally, who wronged him and his family? Like John Wick, the plots. Like, yeah, do you know, do you know what John Wick does? Do you know what John Wick does well though? Well, the combat. The, the villain fears John Wick. He knows who John Wick is. Yeah, and. They should be fearful of the Punisher. That's that's what. I don't, in this, they don't, don't take the Punisher seriously. I don't. Th well, why would they? They don't. The Punisher doesn't have the reputation that John Wick does. Yeah, but he's taking movie. out all these dudes. And well, as, they're the, not, they're as not the film out. goes on, yeah. By the end, they're like, "All right, I have fifty thousand for each of you, and fifty thousand who kills him." And then he just comes in and wipes them out. They're not on guard at all. They're getting drunk. They're like having champagne, and right. They're not even caring. They're not even going out to get him. He beats him to the punch, and he's there at their building. 
I don't know. I, I think that's where this movie goes wrong, is that John Travolta's character doesn't take the Punisher seriously. He's doing all this stuff. He's uh, it, He pushed out all of their money from all these bankers, and John Travolta's character, what's his name? Before um, Saint. Um, Howard Saint. Howard Saint yeah. is in big trouble with all of these investors because they're keeping money with him. And his life is on the line. But he doesn't go after the Punisher to punish him. The Punisher's still trying to get his revenge. His vengeance. <laughs> Not vengeance. Punishment. Yes. His punishment. Dude, <laughs> right in the middle of the movie, you have the statement of intent. The statement of intent, dude. That was good. The the Latin that he recites from mm -hmm. his old drill sergeant who drilled it into his brain. I didn't write it down, but that scene is so epic. It is an epic scene, man. Everything with pretty much Thomas Jane, I really love. I love that. <laughs> so I'm I, glad that they didn't make them lovers, though. I'm glad yeah. that it because it was only six. That months. would have been the wrong. It was only choice. six or seven months. That, was after. The, that would have been the wrong choice because he's still grieving over his. Yeah, friend. like he doesn't get over that. He doesn't. I don't think he should ever get over that. No, for Punisher's character. No, I agree because he just that's who he cares about the mm -hmm. most thing in the world. Uh, let's talk about something that was good. I think that we all kind of liked, which is the beginning. Yes, the beginning is great. You have this whole scene with the boat and the setup and everything and. He they zip up they zip open the bags after the whole confrontation and he's there he's got blonde hair and he's yeah like, I didn't right. I didn't think that was gonna be him at first I thought it no. was uh, so it was what, what what would he be an informant or a spy or something like that yeah I think he was part of the government like yeah. government CIA he like, I thought yeah. that was a cool take on, on the Punisher I, yeah um, so yeah we get to see that part of him working for the government which is yeah. a new. That's definitely way different from from the John Bernthal Punisher. <laughs> so well, wasn't he a part of the? He was a part of the army, I believe. He was part yeah. of the. Um, who is he in the show? He's he's part of the Marines, or I think it's kind of the same show, the same. show, show, and movie. But but he was more infantry in the show. Yeah, he's more uh, spy in the movie. Like so, I'm all Undercover. about I'm all about tragic stories, mm. and there's nothing more tragic than. Oh, I mean, maybe like. There's a lot of stories in Hollywood that play off tragedy, but this one is a big one, like one of the best. And I think they play the whole opening so freaking well. Like he is a man who's done with work. Yeah. He can finally go home and be with his family. Just his like son, John Wick. <laughs> his son, yeah, his son's like, dude, why do we keep, dad, why do we keep moving? Like you always say we're going to stop. And he's like, all right, finally, this is it. We're done. He goes to his family. And everything's great, man. And then everything goes to crap mm -hmm. because of the They're on that setup. family reunion. Yeah. And everything is perfect. Everything is so well. They go out on the beach. They kiss. Everything is so, like, it's so done so very well. To, to And you can feel it too. Like, mm. It's like a Clone Wars finale situation where everything's going great. They have everything done, but you know what's about to happen. Wow. I think that whole thing is done well. Except for the acting. You know, I didn't like the acting from uh, from Maria Castle. I didn't like the acting from... Um, I, there just wasn't emotion from Thomas Jane or Maria or the dad... Or the, the grandpa, I guess it would be. or no, Yeah, the dad of Frank or... It, I, I just didn't feel it. And then John Travolta and his wife at the funeral. Uh, I thought it was kind of weird how they set up the wife to be this also vengeful woman. Where they were like, no, wait, his family, 
kill his whole family because he killed her family. Yeah, but that doesn't come up ever again. She's fine after She's that. She's kind of like a... Like, not like, it was epic if they kept going with it, but they didn't have to. Yeah, if they made her, like, completely bad the whole movie. Yeah. But the rest of the movie, she's getting her nails done and going to movies. Yeah. So it's not like they, they didn't just hit the gas on her being this... Which would have been really cool. Yeah, if she was the the evil behind the, the Saint family. Mm. Like, if John Travolta's character wasn't the big bad, but she was, yeah. and she was just... The puppet master controlling John Travolta. That's what I thought. That would have been sick, yeah. But it, it really, it wasn't at all. And she had no more depth to her character. She just is the reason that Frank Castle's family gets killed. But I think to have the death scene at the end where Howard Saint eventually does kill his wife, I think you need that to be the case. You need her yeah, to I'm, not be the mastermind behind everything. Yeah. And to be this kind of side character who is just, hey, I mean, they do love each other. They're husband and wife. To make it so emotional when he goes, I made you kill your wife. Then they should have changed you that line your at the best beginning. Friend. They should have changed that line at the beginning then to make her not... Because that totally set her up to be the the main villain. You're like, oh, she's got some anger in her. And then she goes to the movies. She gets her nails done. She... Whatever. And it just wouldn't... It would have made a lot more sense if they kept going with that, but they didn't. So, uh, anyway, we got that awesome uh, slaughterhouse yeah. of... The the beach scene with the yeah. family reunion. I thought that was sick. No, that and you feel the fear too at some points. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. But where it's you're the vocal, from the vocal, no emotion, the vocal emotions. I felt when they're with the line deliveries before the enemies go to that beach, like when they're all having dinner that night before. Yeah, I thought it, the it just wasn't. I didn't feel it. No, I thought the family dynamic was was pretty good, mm -hmm. and I enjoyed. I thought. Uh, Maria and Frank had had good chemistry on screen. I liked what they were doing with those characters, and I do think the whole shootout at the in Puerto Rico at the family reunion. I think that is a tragic scene, and even though you know it's the origin of Frank's story, you're still ruined. You're like, oh I man, I don't want Maria. And that was fun. one of my favorite scenes of the movie. Though. Yeah, I agree. I, I like think that. they I, did that really well. The first thirty-five minutes of this movie, really good. I think they're pretty strong, but then they. They shoot Frank, and they light the dock on fire. Well, they, they set that up because they had all those barrels that said flammable on it. Yeah. So you're like, oh, yeah, that's going to explode at some point. But uh, I I really like that car chase scene yeah. at the beginning. That was a good chase scene. Yeah, it was. The, the angles were great. The shots were great. The... The driving was pretty cool. I liked how they had that trailer that almost seemed weightless behind him with Legit. the bump. It was <laughs> flying around, man, and flipping. And I thought it was getting caught, and that was going to be the reason why she couldn't drive anymore. But instead, the car just does a full flip, man. And, <laughs> and then the, the truck has to push it out of the way. I don't know why they didn't just drive out of the way. But, yeah, it's... it's oh, also, also um, I, thought, I thought it was funny how Maria says to the kid, she's like, all right. On three, we're going to run to the Jeep, okay? One, two, three. I know. And then they run to a Chevy and <laughs> when the Jeep is right there. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Watching that, though, like you're, when, she, when, when she said that, I was like, oh, no, don't do that. Please I'm like, if you don't just do hit that. there, you yeah, just I, I thought that. So you know how they go off to the shore before they start shooting? So they're like, all right, let's go over to the shore. Let's go look at I thought that's when they were getting mowed down. I thought that they were going to get shot right then and there because they were around the house at that point, all of the, the guns and stuff. Yeah. So I thought they were going to shot, get shot there. And then they take even more time when they bring um, Frank Castle into the house with the dad to look at the guns. 
And then, then the, the action starts. And I thought that was all right. Oh, yeah, I liked how it was. They set up people all around yeah. so that he was able to see his mom get shot from the house. Yeah, yeah his mom That was a tragic shot. shot. His dad gets shot. Mm. I love that you get to see, like, basically his whole family die. like to see mm. that his dad was also but, a good shooter, too. Yeah, but then there's two glimmers of hope in his wife and his son. Mm. You know, I like that setup where it's oh. like, I just have to save them. He hops on his <laughs> it's so motorcycle. Sad, dude. And then... But no, I do feel what Micah says about the last. Oh, and you keep seeing tr- people try to get away. Yeah, but they would just moan out like <laughs> the guy tries to take off in a sailboat. Oh, <laughs> he's in a sailboat, <laughs> not even a motorized boat. He's like, <laughs> when that happened, that was good stuff. And then the the guy tries to take off in the bike, and then gets shot. The bike falls over, and then for some reason, it's close to the house for him to pick it up for uh, Frank Castle to pick it up and drive off with. So whatever. yeah, the lead up was like, man, you can't kill everyone here. You yeah, just, but they did. Yeah, oh, I I love that. It was a good sequence. It, it's the same extreme as with the piercings. They take out all the piercings. They take out the whole castle family, and that's what I love about this. Uh, that that's one of the glimpses of hope, the glimpses of goodness in this. The Punisher. I will say this: if you take the first thirty minutes, draw that out into like a forty-five mm. minute or an hour part of the story. Uh, develop Frank Moore's character, develop the relationships more, and then have this shootout like a mid act of the film. Yeah. And then the last hour is the last 30 minutes of this film drawn mm-hmm. out, where he's taking vengeance on everyone or punishment. That should have been it. That's what I think the movie should have been. But there's this hour. That's what John Wick is. I keep, yeah, I keep coming <laughs> yeah. back to this hour chunk in the middle of the film that I just. It's just too There's nothing long. in there with any substance, in my opinion. Yeah. It's just not enjoyable. I paused it like four times mm-hmm. trying to see how much was left in this film. And I will. I will. Because they've got you, some good yeah, stuff. You said the emotion for uh, Thomas Jane isn't there. I do kind of agree. In the shootout scene, you see his mom get shot. He's just mm-hmm. like, Mom? Was, was that mom? Was that mom? Is, oh, she's bleeding? Wow. Then his dad gets shot. He's like, Oh, all right. And then you get doesn't like, go back to them at all to no. like lift them up, you know. You, you, but I guess since his wife and kid, them, though, why no, would he yeah. go back to but them? But then he they gets can... a two second scene maybe with his wife and his son. This is but he's he's kind of like this. He's he's bent over their dead bodies and he sees the Mister Glass. Oh, and that's after yeah. they get run over by a truck. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. with no uh, no car marks on them. They're kind of just yeah. They're kind of just laying there. It's yeah. Like, yeah. That could have been a chance for another brutal scene, but <laughs> gruesome, or another yeah. gruesome. That maybe would have been. Yeah, bloody. there's that scene. It was already rated R. They were able to do it. And then the freaking uh, uh, Mrs. Saint, she gets run over by a train later on. Yeah, <laughs> like there's a lot of people getting run over in this movie. But no, when he's I leaning, gruesome parts I guess they would have enveloped. Developed. He, he's leaning over the dead bodies. Mm. You know, he looks up, and his like face is emotionless. He's not like tearing up or he's anything. Like, he's a, yeah, he just. Yeah. Straight, straight face. face just looks at him and then the rest of the movie happens you don't really get any we don't that. get that um oh what's it called we don't get the the inner feelings of we don't, like what a character study nowadays would do where we would get that we'd get a couple tears we would see how this affects them on a deeper level we would sit with this emotion for a little bit and then we it move. like works because the scene's done so well but i don't think Thomas Jane pulls it. Well, they they, they got to so, have room for for the Thanksgiving scene and thinking for. Yeah. Diet so Pepsi, what about so. when he's running towards them and he shouts Maria like that? It, no, that really hurt. Me. That's all good. Yeah. I'm talking about after they die. There's just nothing. Yeah, but then the the villains come up. No, like right no after facial that. expressions. We'll say that. 
They don't have facial expressions. Yeah, but right, like right after that, he goes like the villains come up. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't have time to process it because these guys are shooting at him. Mm-hmm. You My know? biggest pet peeve, peeve in movies is when villains go the extra mile instead of just popping the guy in the head. Okay, they, so that, yeah, they light the I agree with fire you. and try to have a, a firework show. I agree with you on yeah, that one. And also, like, tap, right? he totally should have died. Like, they you freaking shot, shot, shot him right in the heart. They do bring like a supernatural element into this film because oh yeah, the witch doctor. They yeah, the witch doctor. So we was don't he know a witch what, doctor. What <laughs> did yeah. say he was? Yeah, they don't. You don't know what kind of magic mojo he I didn't does. think it was a witch doctor. He had a cross on him. He was, they said they, he was. They established him as a witch oh, doctor. Oh, I did not hear that line at all. And so he comes back, who knows how long after the shootout scene. And when he came back, he had the beard. I dubbed him uh, mm. Frank Castaway. That was actually, uh, I wrote it down. I wrote it down. It was only a couple months. They they said it later. It was like well, four his, months. His gun wounds have healed over at this point. Because mm. you see him shirtless. But everything at the shootout true, scene, I, I wonder if the They game. said five months. It was five months between everyone dying mm-hmm. and him getting off the island. It was five months. Mm-hmm. I don't believe it. <laughs> I don't believe that one second. <laughs> a beard growing that long, him being able to walk. That's some That's some uh, uh, Batman, yeah, Dark Knight Rises kind of energy that, there. That stuff out a little more. Develop this, uh, I think his name is Manuel, the witch doctor character. Develop him a little more. Mm-hmm. Give them a little relationship. That could have been cool. See, and... Just yeah. get to see Frank in the direct aftermath. I think that's what I'm missing from the Build up that symbol of the skull. Because he yeah. just wears it from the shirt. Because his kid gave him that. I think that's really sad and emotional. No, it is cool. It like, is cool, but they could have developed that even more to be this symbol. Like, all right, I'm working for the... Like, he has it up in his room or something. And every night he looks up at that okay. and is reminded of his kid. Or something, you know, anything, just to get more emotion out of this. Yeah, that's just the the thing. That's probably the biggest piece that's missing for me. Is like you said, it, it jumps five months. I want to see that little bit of that five mm-hmm. months, the direct aftermath of this tragic, tragic event, most tragic thing that's ever happened to him. The thing that's going to push his character motivations for the rest of this movie and the rest of his career as a vigilante. Mm-hmm. Did you guys think that he was very skilled? <laughs> at all <laughs> like he he seemed like just a normal joe schmo shooter guy. grenades yeah yeah he didn't do anything super spectacular he couldn't like, even take it, it definitely rush. broke yeah. the illusion when he totaled his car on a civilian for me um in every shootout he just places a bunch of bombs and then gets that he well, takes up he really- takes a bunch of shots I, I know in that final shootout he's he's getting hit man he's because his chest thing is exploding all over the place, and but I don't feel like he's taking cover like he should. He's not shooting as many shots like he should. Well, the first few fights, he shows up in a in a t shirt. <laughs> like the cool thing about the John Bernthal Punisher is his his thing is a his skull is on a bulletproof vest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's practical. But like when he's in a t shirt, just getting hit. Mm-hmm. It's like all right. All right. <laughs> Dang, you guys don't like this movie. No. Dang it, I'm sad. Oh well, I, I did like I, the, I, so I like the concept of the betrayal at the end, where um, uh, Howard Howard Saint kills his wife and f- best friend for 20 years over nothing yeah. because uh, Frank Castle set that up. I thought that was a cool Punisher thing to do was to uh, pull all of these strings to make it so that. 
uh, he would betray his most loved people in his life, and then he would kill his most loved people in his life. And I thought that was tragic. That was awesome. Um, yeah, but, but is that the was that? But the I thought that it was a bit. I don't know. It felt a bit heisty to me. I don't know. I thought it was cool. It, it <laughs> like was not like not in your face. It made the movie a bit better. No, for me. it was like. It, would he really? It differentiated take the time from other to do this drawn out plan. You know, I get that. Speaking the, of the drawn out plan, yeah, he completely ruins it by blowing his cover as being dead. He with the <laughs> with, he, the, with the, the, <laughs> the gravestone at the golf course. The golf course. <laughs> so he he has this cover, this perfect cover of being presumed dead, hmm. and he just blows it. And he could have used that all the way up until the end. He could have set up this entire plot. And then at the end, reveal himself to be alive. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know, wasted potential. <laughs> there were like four scenes in this film where I was scratch mad. I'm like, I had no idea what was happening. I'm like, this is so dumb. Like, why did he go to the bank and like, throw that money? Because we didn't even know it was his bank. We didn't know it was Saint's bank. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was very Joker-esque, though. Mm -hmm. Throwing the money out the window. That, like, that was a Western thing to do. Yeah. It was very Western. Like, I don't care about the money. That's not what I'm in it for. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But that shot was cool though. Uh, when he rounds the corner, or when the bad, the two bad guys round the corner at the bottom of the bank, and you get the little uh, the lick of the I don't know what it was, a guitar or something. <laughs> and uh, he's standing there, and he's got the big old trench coat. And this is the first wide shot we see of the Punisher. That was yeah. sick. And then he does. The I do say he has a pretty, he has a pretty good look. He looks like the Punisher from the comics. I'll say I, that. I like his look. He looks good. Movie, yeah. And yeah. I don't hate Thomas Jane in the role. I just think oh no. The, the stuff they do with him in the middle of the movie. I don't hate him. So, can you tell me what happens in the middle of the movie? Because I'm drawing a blank. After the shootout of the family, and then the end scene when he takes vengeance, what, what is his character doing? Is he just well, laying? He goes to the GTO, and then crashes it. Yeah. Uh, he makes his friends at the apartment, and then leaves them. Uh, <laughs> and then he had, sets up his heist. Yeah, yeah, and he sets up his heist. So he's following around, uh, what's her name? Saint, the wife. And getting her routine, and then getting Quentin Glass's routine, we find out he's gay, uh, and then he uses that as blackmail, but he doesn't really seem scared about the blackmail. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I guess early 2000s, either what were you saying earlier? It was like, it, it dates the film. <laughs> it oh, does yeah. date the film in the way that Spider-Man does, too. Like, <laughs> and it's the early 2000s. He's like... Oh yeah, I'm gonna expose you as being gay unless you give me ten thousand dollars. <laughs> it's like, oh okay, this is, Ooh, this is definitely an older movie. Yeah, because yeah. Mr. Glass, he's scared. He's like, he's like, I didn't think he was scared. Oh, he? Why else would he show up to pay pay him off? But he didn't he a didn't, real friend would go? He to, didn't go to the hotel. He didn't go to the hotel. Remember, he was like, go to the hotel and oh, give me ten thousand dollars. He did. That's how he set him up in the end. Oh okay, because he was. Not only was he at the hotel. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah you're right, you're right, you're right. The wife there. was never at the hotel, yeah. but the car was to get the ticket. I thought that was pretty ingenious of him. The whole setup for that was pretty good. I don't think it was a Punisher thing to do, but it was a cool. No, thing it to was do. Very, it was a fun heist to watch. Yeah, I'll say that, but remind me of uh, Ocean's Eleven sort of thing. Yeah, it doesn't feel like something the Punisher. Or Ocean's Eight, whatever it is. <laughs> it felt too thought out and drawn out because. Mm -hmm. This plan takes cool idea though. It takes months to execute because mm -hmm. he has to observe the uh, what Livia is that her name? Yeah, Livia. going to the That's nail salon in the movies. Get her get her plan down. Know what she's doing. Figure that out. 
write down everything. Go see what Mr. Glass is up to. Put the uh, fire hydrant down to save the stuff. Which, I mean, that that's kind of smart, right? It is smart. <laughs> it was very dumb in this movie, but, like, the idea... Well, the, the director uh, knew someone in New York who never had to pay for a... He oh, never really? had to find a parking spot because that's what he would do. He'd just prop up a <laughs> fire hydrant, a fake one, while he was gone, and then he would come back oh, wow. and then take the fire hydrant away. Hmm. So for me, the middle was just the development of everyone. Like, the development of the villain, the development of the three characters who you guys don't like, but didn't and then develop the development just... of the Punisher, but Thomas James, this is the which thing. makes the ending so... Like, it makes you really feel the ending so well because of this middle section. It's him planning the heist. It's them all getting together and the lessons that he learns from these three people in the... Um, in the apartment, like that's what it was for me. The development—that's what really was stressed in the middle of. Oh, you know who else was in the middle here? Uh, what's his name? Is it Mickey? Oh, Mickey. Mickey was probably my favorite character. Oh well, yeah, I, that, that dude, uh, that funny guy. The guy was a part of Howard Saint's crew. And yeah, then, yeah, and then but he was, and then right. found uh, the Punisher was alive. And then teamed up with him, I guess, after he stuck a pop skull oh, on his right. back and that seared the steak. Okay. <laughs> that was, he's like, that was hilarious. Do you know that this is 2,000 degrees, and when the flesh is uh, exposed to 2,000 degrees of flame, it's so hot, it burns the nerve endings, and it just feels ice cold. That was so he, he sears a steak next to him and presses a, a, a popsicle onto his back so it feels cold. Yes. And he's screaming in pain, but it's just cold. <laughs> It's the placebo effect. Ah, yes. He plays way into it. And then he throws all his cards on the table. (laughs) Poor Mickey. What's this guy been in? Oh, he was in the Oceans movies. All right. I knew I'd seen before. That's what it was. Yes. And would the Punisher do that, though? With the pops? No, the Punisher wouldn't do that. He would light his back on fire. It was an effective way of getting The Punisher would have got it. Actually, without killing him, Is that punishing him, though? Well, no, in, in in season two of The Punisher, we see him just beaten down on this dude. I forgot who it was. It's been a while since I've seen season two. But they had a hostage, or a witness, sorry, a witness. <laughs> and they <laughs> and uh, there's there's the DEA agent, or whatever her name is. Hank um, Schrader. Hank Schrader, sure. <laughs> nice. Hank Schrader's there, the girl. Uh, and she's like... All right, we're going to question you, and we're going to be nice, and we're going to help you. And then John Bernthal just starts beating the crap out of him. And that's what the Punisher is. No no butts, no, you know. No, no popsicles. No popsicles, no steaks, nothing. That's, yeah, that Full fists. That's probably the main reason pushes I Pushes his eyes in. Yeah. That's what I would have seen with a Punisher movie. Yeah, that's probably the main reason, or my biggest dislike of this film, is just the... I get what they were trying to do with the family aspect and the roommates, but it just, for me, it didn't fit in this movie. Mm-hmm. It it was too lighthearted and goofy. Okay. And just so oddly placed in there. And I get that those three characters are, are pretty big in some comic stories, but it just didn't work for me. It was goofy in ways where it shouldn't have been because it wasn't, it was taking itself too seriously at the same time. You can't take yourself too seriously and have these weird jokes in the middle that aren't like amazing, you know, because I can see comic relief in movies like this, but the comic relief in this, all right, it was funny with the with the popsicle. I'll admit that I, I did laugh a couple. I times. thought it was funny <laughs> and it was cool because it was a very creative way yeah. of getting the information from this. But guy. things like everyone dancing in the apartment while yeah, he's getting no, beat up in the next. Even room. I won't defend that scene. Like yeah. it, 
People say that was the best scene of the whole movie. People Who were saying, says that? We were listening to a podcast <laughs> earlier. They were saying that scene was the best. Not what? even that. Not even that YouTube video. The the podcast yeah, we were listening yeah. to. What they were saying? Oh, and that was the scene that took the longest for them to film too. It said that it took them like three or four days wow. to record that fight scene, <laughs> which is insane to me. How much effort they put into this really subpar? Wasted their time right there. I know. <laughs> Who was that Russian Jeez. guy? Was he anything important? Um, like actor wise, I think no, I don't think the so. Russian. Kevin I thought Nash. he was, but Kevin I, Nash. I don't know if I've ever seen him before in anything. Could be though. Kevin Nash is in John Wick. Oh, <gasps> he is in John Wick. I don't know who Francis. Hey, is. another similarity between John Wick and this. But movie. he is Kevin Nash is a wrestler. Looks like. Oh, okay. He's well, a WWE he, he wrestler. Looked, he looks like a wrestler in this movie. That's for sure. Kevin Nash, the wrestler. All right. Can we talk about the ending? Yeah, which part? The ending? <laughs> <laughs> like like all of it. Like from the from the moment from which point? He from the moment he tries to commit suicide. Oh, like post, he finishes post up post John Travolta. He Oh, so up. so let's let's finish off the John Travolta scene. So yeah, he, gets, he lights a fire in that whole like car dealership and it's the Punisher skull. Yeah, Come so on, so epic. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't think that was epic. Oh, really? I think it was just as epic as Daredevil lighting his signet on the on the ground on the subway. I'm like all right, that's maybe cool. From it destroyed uh, that whole dealership from a nothing. movie standpoint, maybe, but like, why would you ever waste your time well, doing I, that? So we see this buildup where he's putting all of these bombs underneath the cars, and we're like, oh, okay, he's gonna lead them all into this dealership, and he's gonna explode everything. Or I thought it was all of the dudes' cars, and they were gonna run out and try to drive away, but he was just gonna explode them one on one, one one by one as they were leaving. But no, it was just this dealership across the street. Who knows? How was he to say if they were even even gonna go that over there, unless he was a hundred percent confident yeah. that he was gonna have um, Howard and tie him to the car? I don't know. Yeah, and I will say this: like the promise of the variables. Punisher is, you get to see him punishing people, mm -hmm. and really, we get one scene of that in this film at the end, and it is really not even that cool. He throws a few grenades and. Like I wanted to see a bigger gunfight. I wanted to see a better. I want to see some. It was brutal how he killed the other the other son though. He was yeah, like, that was so. Uh, you work out. I think he said that right. He was like, you work out. Well, here's a bomb for you. It's eight pounds. It's not too heavy, but lifting it above your head for an extended period of time yeah. gets pretty heavy. That was that was kind of cool. That was really dark. I think the whole ending is him punishing people, mm. including the son and John Travolta. Like the line, we already talked about it, but you killed my son, both of it. Like that, that's epic. All right. So the thing is, I think it's, he didn't torture anybody. And mm. I think torturing is another part of the Punisher's thing, making them suffer for what they did. Cause killing mm. him is easy. Um, I think the Joker has a line like that, right? He, he does torture. Well, uh, Howard, it's quick. Howard Saints. <laughs> instant. It's yeah. Yeah, yeah. he, he yeah, tortures yeah, Howard, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but a knife. <laughs> can't enjoy all the little emotions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I wanted to see with the Punisher. I don't need to see him like brutally murder people, but <laughs> but instead he uses a knife as a gun. What's his face? The heck guy or whatever? Howard or Henry Heck. <laughs> and also the blood. You brought a knife to a gunfight. That was really cheesy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah that, that was killing me. That's when I was like, all right, I'm done. Was it killing you like a like a knife gun? <laughs> but the ending from the point of him 
committing almost committing suicide, I guess, mm. to him leaving and um, being with the woman. And he's like, hey, listen, memories can't save your life. And then the ending monologue mm. where he's on the bridge on the sunset and he says the line, those who do evil to others, the killers, the rapists, psychos, sadists, which is so cool that it rhymes. You will come to know me well. Frank Castle is dead. Call me the Punisher. I think it is one of the coolest endings. So in that, my opinion, that's the big thing that stands out for me with uh, uh, this portrayal and John Bernthal's portrayal is you're highlighting all these cool lines he says throughout the movie. You know, we have maybe ten of them we found, but John Bernthal, every line he says, in mm. my opinion, is just a brilliantly written line in the Daredevil show. I'll say I'm not going to defend the Punisher show. I think that falls off the rail sometimes but in the daredevil series anything john bernthal says is just written so well and he delivers it so beautifully that it just it doesn't even compare to me and so to compare it to a, a similarly uh cloaked character that we've seen before blade blade mm. uh he has less lines i'd say than frank castle and i think it does that character better a cooler character doesn't speak as much. He's not there to make friends. He's there to do his duty and punish who needs to be punished. The vampires. The vampires or the the My saints. Name is Blade. <laughs> Blade. I don't know, man. I, I don't think he said much in this movie. Quentin Glass kind of reminded me of uh, what's his name from Blade Two. Yes. Uh, the Hellboy. Uh, Hellboy. Hellboy. Uh, yes. I forgot his name. He did have that beard. The, the unique <laughs> wasn't as cool hair. where it wrapped around like Lobot from Star Wars, but it was, <laughs> yeah. it was close. That is very true. Um, do you guys have anything else you want to bring up? I think I've been. Through Let me look through my, my notes, notes real quick. Yeah. Um, totaled the GTO. That was biggest disappointment totaled. for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Howard Saint is homophobic, <laughs> apparently, because <laughs> yeah. I guess it was threatening. Mm -hmm. Very threatening. Um, Back in the early 2000s, I guess it was. Oof. I don't know. I'd just say that. Oh, uh, can I get the apartment with the elevator in the floor, please? <laughs> what? what? <laughs> how do you how do you manage to get an apartment with a with an elevator kind of oh, escape oh, hatch yes, in the yes. floor? I remember. Did he build this, or was it already there? Or <laughs> maybe all the apartments have that. Yeah, maybe, maybe they do. Maybe they do. It's just set up for it. It's just kind of interesting. That's where the um, piercings dude keeps yeah. his drugs, and that's where <laughs> fat guy keeps his diet Pepsi and. Yeah. <laughs> Now listen to me, you son of a... And then cuts it off. Doesn't make demands. <laughs> uh, that's what Quentin Glass said on the phone. Uh, when when he's... So Frank Castle's oh, like, yes. give me $10,000. Now you listen to me, you son of a... Doesn't make any demands after that. <laughs> yeah, he just says that, and then that's it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, I feel like with uh, Howard's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep, keep going. With keep Howard's going. character, is they try to make his family sympathetic and they they were trying mm. to do that but this all happens after they've ordered the whole castle family to be murdered it's like all right i don't i don't want i don't care about you i just want to see frank murdered mm. quentin glass when he's just waiting in this weird shop and then the clerk comes up and he's like 
Uh, sir, do you need any help with underpants? <laughs> yeah, go off yourself. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, no, I left. I left. That, that was good. He's like, what do you mean, underpants? That was, I, I love that it. was delivered so like, well. You think I'm gay or something? I think he was one of the greatest characters in this movie. Yeah, he was good. Because he didn't talk as much. He was cool in that way. And whatever lines he had were golden. <laughs> they were good. Uh, when uh, Howard's going to kill his wife... Quentin, you slept with Quentin. Quentin was gay. <laughs> Your mother's gone. She took the train. <laughs> that was good too, man. Every one of his one-liners hit so good. I like it hit me really well. No, yeah, his his two lines at the end to uh, his uh, yeah to his son when he's like, "Well, where's Mister Glass?" Oh, he's uh, he's wrapped up in something. Oh my gosh! You know, and he was yes. wrapped up in the carpet. And yeah. Then, uh, like Micah said, where's mother? Oh, I didn't catch that. I was like, was there a pun in there? I must have missed it, but yeah. <laughs> it, yeah it's, it's just little comic book quips like that. That I don't know. They should have gone either all in or all out okay. with the quips, I feel. they Or have some characters go all in and some. But it was just a mix. Everyone had their few lines that were very quippy and then tried to be very cool in the next scene. Mm. And it just didn't. Didn't work for me. Didn't work okay. for me. All right. Well, let's get into our least favorite elements of this movie. Oh, or said. least favorite <laughs> scene, if you can pinpoint one. So, like, Ethan, you've said what you really don't like about this movie. Is there a particular scene that you really don't like, or is it just the element that really irks you for Punisher? Yeah, I man, just everything with the roommates did not work for me. The roommates, okay. I, I know I see what they're trying to do. They're trying to bring the family dynamic and aspect into it. But you can't just bring an element onto the screen, tell me that that's what is that, and then expect it to work. Because I don't yeah. think it worked. Mm -hmm. It didn't. I didn't feel that family connection. Even what you're saying in the ending scene when he has the, the gun to his head and he's about to uh, end it, and you hear uh, Jones' character say the line, you know, the memories are what keep us going. But, I mean, he's only thinking about his family. He's not thinking about the the roommates or anything. I don't think that whole subplot, all it does... Yeah, the only thing he got out of them was that one that line. That one line that pays off, kind of. And it just... So much of the movie is spent with these characters. And I didn't care much for the the Thanksgiving Day scene either. Mm. And I like the sacrifices that they made with the piercings being yeah. ripped out. That was cool. Uh, but I don't know why he sacrificed... Because... Yeah, they just lived in the same building, but would you really go to that extent for anybody? It's like in high school where another student gets in trouble because he won't tattle on another student and he's trying to prove that. Yeah, I can be your friend. Let's. You should be my friend. I didn't tattle on you right here. That's like, I think the, the biggest sacrifice in this movie is that being... Yeah. Because I can't imagine that amount of pain that he went through. Yeah, man. His earlobes were ripped off. It wasn't just the piercings. Yeah, that was bad. Oh, it was... I just think they should have gave us not not a little more, just better scenes between mm. the roommates. Yeah, because mm. there were a couple uh, at the beginning when he's when they're looking down on him before they actually meet, uh, where they're questioning like, "Who is this guy? He's got that cool car." I thought that it was building up to something cool, but they never do anything with it, in my okay. opinion. And nothing compelling. Nothing compelling. Yeah. So, roommates, least favorite element for Ethan. Mm, yeah. Is that your least favorite element too, Mike? I gotta agree. Uh, also, just everything in the apartment. Okay. Um, so, 
he got the Russian fight scene. Uh, oh, I thought it was, was kind of epic when he did the little samurai swipe on the dude's head with the, with the paper, paper cutter. cutter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then he knocked down the stairs right next to the Russian dude who was still down at the bottom of the stairs. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, the middle section of this movie, the middle hour at that apartment yeah. and the cafe and the the chase scene, if you want to call it that, where he totals the GTO. So tragic. It was just so blah for me. Mm. So okay. blah. It, and a little bit of Home Alone-esque where he builds up the apartment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but doesn't pay off a lot of those. None of those traps do anything. <laughs> You're like, oh, when he's getting to that desk, oh, he's, he's going to get that get gun. That gun. Yeah. He, he reveals the pistol's location. He's all disoriented. He holds it up. And then <laughs> they... He, the Russian dude breaks the pistol. He With a brick. Cro crooks it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. All right. What was I, your least favorite no, scene? Yeah. I don't really have an element, and I don't have much to criticize about the movie either. I just loved it. And <laughs> I really did. I really did. And But, but my least favorite uh, scene, I guess, is the, the Russian. The mm. Russian scene mixed with that. Tones really didn't match up. I wanted to feel that. Didn't work at all. And them dancing and everything just... It was not good. That was my least favorite mm. scene. Um, but let's do favorite scene. Favorite scene. Favorite element. Something you really liked out of this movie. Do you have Ethan? Do you what? What do you really like about this movie? Like I said, the first first forty minutes are really strong. We are in film. agreement here, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I I love the first forty minutes of this film. I think it all it all really good. I love the family dynamic, the the chemistry they have. The, the setup with the family and everything, and then the uh, the saints mowing them down. That's mm -hmm. a tragic scene. I think that's done all really well, and then the the car chase scene is really cool, and then you get the climax of that, which really should have been the, the, the middle act of the film, I think. But the climax of that is when the, the kids die, or the mm -hmm. kid and his son and his wife die. Mm -hmm. And then I think everything after that movie, it just goes so downhill. In my opinion, but that that beginning portion, I think, is really strong. Okay, Micah. Yeah, you gotta say about the same thing there. Um, there are a lot of cool elements to the story in general, like the betray or the uh, the tragic uh, killing of the wife and best friend. I thought that was cool, but not executed as well as it could have been. Um, it was a cool idea, like, oh man, yeah. Uh, Frank Castle's such a beast. He made his enemy kill his own. That was sick. Um, but it didn't. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. The beginning was really cool. Uh, all, everything on the beach was sick. Um, yeah, that's about all I got. All right. So the be you guys really like the beginning, okay? Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna pinpoint a scene. Yeah. Um, because I really like most of it. I really like the scene that hit me the hardest, and I guess it didn't for you guys. Which is really sad, um, but the scene where he almost commits suicide, like that scene, I thought it was really, That scene really hit me really hard. Like throughout this whole movie, his family is his core motivation, the, his motive for punishment, not vengeance, not revenge, punishment. And at the very end, he's got really nothing left to live for because he's achieved that. So why should I live? But then he gets the message from he remembers what. Um, What's her name? Uh, Rebecca tells him, 
It's good memories can't save your life. And he has flashes of his family. And it's so emotional because the beginning is so emotional. And that scene for me really hit me the hardest. I'm not going to lie. You guys are going to make fun of me. But I even teared up during that scene. It I was so good. To make it a better payoff with that, the memory saving, saving him, I think they should have shown throughout the movie where he's mad at the memories. We see more flashbacks because we see him drinking. We see him, you know, he is sad. He's thinking about these memories. But we don't see what he's thinking about specifically. Yeah. If we had, like I said earlier, with the symbol of the shirt, how that was the last thing that his son gave him, with that symbol, if we were able to just sit with these emotions more and sit with these symbols and sit with how he's feeling and relate to him more, then I think that scene would have paid off for me at the end. But it no. just didn't yeah. for me. I fully agree with Micah. They're, they're showing us all these scenes that are supposed to mean stuff, supposed to have greater meaning and that you can draw emotion from. But they do no work to give you emotion out of mm -hmm. these scenes. <laughs> Even the shirt, it's just, he just picks it up, he looks at the shirt, okay. That's what the Punisher show does, actually. I just I just thought of that. There's a lot of flashbacks in the Punisher show where we have these intimate scenes with John Bernthal and the, the wife in that show. Where, you know, where she walks into the room and he's on the bed and he's like, good morning, I made breakfast or something like that. It's this one memory that he can't get out of his head. And that's the day that his wife is murdered. But we don't know that but until later in the show. We need those flashbacks because we the need the flashbacks. And yeah. the show doesn't start with the family. Mm -hmm. You get the whole 30, 40 minutes with the family. Yeah. You don't get that in the show. Mm -hmm. So you need those flashbacks to really feel that emotion. You get all that emotion right from the start. And then he even has another scene. The flashbacks the come from our own where brain, he, I guess. Like has another scene of him of getting those flashbacks in it, but he's drinking in that scene and he's remembering them in a bad way. And then at the end, he finally remembers it in a good way and it saves his life. I think the movie is too long to um, recall the beginning so well, picture perfect in your brain. You know what I'm saying? I was able to do it pretty well. No, I don't think do. you need flashbacks like the Punisher show does. I did, you need. Just more emotion, need more time to sit with Frank, mm. see that this actually hurts him because this is the driving force of his character. Yeah. The death of I want to see him family. try to fix it in a way. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it just I'm not sure how they will be able to do that. It's the core motivation of this character, mm. and you don't you don't really feel that. You're just mm. feel you like, just see right. him drinking. That's you don't all I feel see. that this guy is just driven by rage. He wants to take punishment on people. Yeah, yeah. And he doesn't seem angry in no, this. No, he just he, he just has, seems sad. He has time to draw out this long, methodical plan that takes months yeah. to execute. No, someone who's actually wants to punish someone and take out his rage would just go in executioner style and do that. Every time that he would get into a fight, immediately I was expecting, you know how John Bernthal does the grunts? He does the, the screams and the, Aah! you know, yeah. he does these, these grunts and these huge... Whatever's <laughs> that's what I like about that character is you feel that rage you feel scared yourself Yeah, you're like wow. I, I, I feel that anger in him, but in this Ben did you feel any anger coming off of? Absolutely. I, I don't think we could be more contrasted which mm. is like uh, It's sad, but it is what it is. I like I, both no of you guys are movie. in agreement with this So I must be in the minority. This, this is like a Howard I'm the Duck actually, situation This here. is beautiful. Yeah. Like me yeah. and Micah, very yeah. split on Howard the Duck. Yeah, it's just so fun I'm with glad these. we were able to connect on this. Yeah, one. it's so yeah. fun <laughs> what these movies can do to you because it's all it's just media. Yeah, for some reason 
it works for some people and it doesn't for others. Yeah. yeah. But like Mike was saying, I don't think it's necessarily fair to compare. It's not fair to compare that Thomas Jane is doing to. No. No, I'm just saying John how Bernthal. John Bernthal's Punisher does it right and how it fixes this, sort of like how with Daredevil, the Daredevil show fixes so many things that the movie did wrong. Yes, agreed. The show yeah. is fixing all these things that the movie did wrong here. And uh, agreed. Yeah. do you guys think that this movie that you just saw should have a sequel? Because it has a sequel. <laughs> different actor, though. Different actors. Oh, it's, it's a different actor? Yeah. It's a... Dang it, man! What? Some guy with a buzz cut, I think. Oh, yeah. what? Well, you got uh, Punisher. Punisher War. Legit, I was, War I was looking forward to that. So, is it a reboot or is it? I, I don't know. That's a good question. It's too soon to be a brand new story, isn't it? I don't yeah, see right. any it's four years after two thousand eight. None of the characters are the same. Dang it, man! That's sad. Dang it! All right. Well, before we get into our scores, you know what we like. You know what we don't like. But before we get into our scores, I've got a review here. And on, for IMDb, as always, the most reviewed thing, so you know people can give it 1 through 10. But the most user reviews for Punisher 2004, and which makes me really happy, is a 10. This movie has a cult following. What are you doing here? That's what that 96, graph is. 96 user but reviews. But the graph is how many people? Yeah, 7. 670 user reviews. What? No, but the graph's wrong. This is right. 686 on 6. 83. No, no, that's 8. Look. 68. Wait. Huh? I'm <laughs> like, I looked, I'm so into, I looked into this before. Oh, this graph. I don't know why they do this. I really don't know why they do this. But 96 people reviewed it a 10 out of 10. Right. Now, this also has a 57 negative reviews. The Go ahead, Ben. Read, read your time. Right, right, read your review. Well, I, I, listen, I do this every time, and okay. I do it as the one who has the most reviews, all right? So, the <laughs> Punisher has the most reviews. It's a number 10, 10 out of 10. Yo, I, <laughs> I don't think it's a 10 out of 10. Your love for this movie right now is... I've, uh, me and Micah were, like, joking about this earlier. We're like... Man, I bet Ben loved this movie. But it was totally a joke. I, didn't I think, did. I didn't think it would happen. It wow. happened, man. Wow. I loved it. The most user reviews on IMDb have this at a 10 out of 10. So Punisher 2 Dark. That's the first one that comes up. It's the most helpful one, I guess. Someone said that this movie was too dark for the genre. He must not have read any of the source material. Punisher may be one of the darkest comic book characters ever created. This film, and especially Thomas Jane, get that. This film was one of the better in the genre because it sticks to the source better than most. Yes, I'm a fanboy, but I'm a fan of action movies too. And this movie took some of those classics and made it their own. It's too bad that Spider-Man or Superman fans can't see past all the superheroes can't see past the all. Uh, he must have spelled this wrong. But Punisher is a different kind of superhero. Talking about how dark it is, the kind you wish you never need, but also the one you want the most. I have a to question deal with the crimes. This guy knows Punisher's was, not a superhero, right? Was this the darkest movie we've even seen on our podcast? Oh, what if we? No, Blade's darker. I feel Blade like. is darker. Yeah, definitely. The, was this movie dark for you, Ethan? No, it it felt like it wanted to be, but everything yeah. with the roommate, like Daredevil. It threw that out of the toilet. It was like Daredevil. It yes. wanted to be dark, but it just ended up being... But then you had a playground scene. Edgy and uh, sitting in a 11 from Stranger Things bathtub by yourself. <laughs> Speaking of Stranger Things. That's this Friday. Is coming out this Friday, man. Very much looking forward to it. But 
Gentlemen, let's do scores. Let's do scores for Punisher 2004. And I will start with Ethan. I'm very interested to hear what you have to say Oof. about this movie. I'm interested to hear what you say, Ben. Oh, can I, you say I, your score I can, first? I can, you want me to say I want to hear your score first. first. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Because no? that will purposely make ours lower to counteract. <laughs> yeah, that's I've already got my score locked in. I was going to say that. I've got my score locked in. Ethan, what do you have to say about so, Punisher 2004? Like I said, this movie starts off really good. It's super compelling in the beginning and then it just after the family dies it loses all its steam and i don't think it ever recovers nothing mm-hmm. really interesting happens after that point and the ending is kind of fun when you see him actually get his punishment on the same family but it's not rewarding enough in my opinion to have made the last hour i sat through worth it and so for that i mean i think i like this better than hulk but i'm Ooh. not sure that what did I give Hulk last You week? gave Hulk a 5. So I will give this a 5.2. You like this more than Hulk? I like it. I, I, do, I think it's a little better than Hulk. Mm. Yeah. 5.2? Yeah. All right. Well, 5.2 for Ethan. Micah? I did not like this movie. I thought that it was, uh, at times, more boring than Daredevil. Mm. Uh, I thought there were characters... Or, most of these characters are not developed. Not I didn't like the acting. I didn't like the emotion that they put in their voice because uh, there wasn't much, especially with John Travolta. I don't think that it's, he was the right choice for um, uh, Howard Saint. Howard Saint, yeah. Howard Saint. Um, so there were more things in this movie that I didn't like than what I did like. Okay. And with that, I will put it as my second sub five movie at a 3.5 3.5 i did not like this movie i would never watch it again what's the other sub five movie uh daredevil 4.8 okay so this is the lowest movie. i thought it was significantly worse than daredevil i might watch daredevil again to laugh at it but not in a way where i'd watch it for like to okay so in your opinion this is the worst movie we've seen so this is the worst movie we've seen so far Wow. All right. We're going to be very split on this movie. I'm interested to see what the average is. Mm-hmm. But guys, this is absolutely our most split film so far. I really liked it. Ethan was right down the middle of the road. And you know, you know and the, the critics and audience was also split, too. Yeah, they were. I've got that pulled up. Critics uh, gave Metacritic a, was a 33. Yep. Rotten Tomatoes critic was a 29. 29. And then audience, Rotten Tomatoes, was 63. Nice. With IMDb also being at a 6.4. That's good. I'm, I'm with those people. I'm actually more than those people, actually. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah, so this movie, for me ticked a lot of the right boxes. I think it was emotional where it needed to be. I thought Thomas Jane was just watch this fantastic. <laughs> I, but maybe I did. So the big thing I really also really liked about this movie is the music by Carlos Ciliato. The, I'll, give it, I'll give it. The music fantastic. was fantastic. And maybe that's part of it too because I'm not going to lie. I thought the bad music was movies, good, but it didn't fit. So bad movies mm-hmm. with good music... I tend to like more just because mm. the music is there. And that's all I listen to. The music in this movie is epic. I love that. I think there's so much to like about this movie. I disagree with you you guys. The friends and the dynamic in the relationship with the apartments only built up his character and made the ending so emotional. And I also really liked Howard Saint and his ending with how he dealt with everything and then also thomas jane as the punisher his one-liners his emotion i think he sells it all and the ending is great when he 
commits suicide, but then he doesn't. He saves himself with the memories. We've talked about it already. And then his statement of intent throughout this, the reciting of the Latin. They, the villains need to know who I am. This isn't vengeance. This is punishment. I think that is one of the coolest lines in all of the movies that we've watched so far. And the ending on the bridge is so, so good. And with that, I rated it as I did when I watched it, I gave it this score, and I am keeping with this score, and it is an eight. An eight. Ooh. Tied with my top movie so far with Spider-Man. you think Spider -Man. this is just as good as Spider-Man? I almost rated it better than Spider-Man, and then I knew you guys would have a conniption, so I put it on the same level. An eight. Yeah, we might have to stop it right here. Oh my! I'm gonna have to cut this, oh this episode. We might not be able to air this one. Okay. All right. That's another thing. All right. So I thought this. This is my opinion. Yep. I've clearly yep. laid out my reasons for, for respect, it. For respect. Right? I can see. I, like, I can see how people would like this movie. I can see that. I like. I I really did like this movie, and like IMDb agrees with me, man. Well, they don't agree that much with you. Well, they, they definitely do. The mo the most amount well, of reviews so on that was. How often do you leave tennis. a review for a movie unless if it's really good or really bad? You ever leave a, a well, review for a movie? Well, that's what that's what I'm saying. If if the people who are leaving reviews, there is a cult following for this mm. movie. Like a lot of people, a small amount of people really like this movie. I consider myself a part of them. I what's, give it an eight. What's the Rotten Tomatoes consensus with? This that's movie? a good question. Look Let that me up. See. Uh, well, anyway, first of all, Micah gives it a 3.5, Ethan with a 5.2, and I give it an 8.5. That is your scores for Punisher 2004. Which gives us our um, our average score of 5.56. 5.5. Putting it above, uh, let's see, putting it above Hulk and under... Blade. Okay. That's 6.9. I agree with that. So that's our... Where, I, where does that fall I in the ranking? I can put it in there. Where does um, that fall in the ranking? That puts it in... Let me... What place? Slide it down a little bit. It puts it in sixth place. Sixth place out of... How many movies? Out of it was? Eight? No, nine. Six now. out of nine. Okay. All right. Got it. All right. That's Punisher, guys. This has been... I don't know if we're ever going to have a movie that we are so starkly contrasted on. Like, oh, we'll see. Well, we'll see. that's true. We will see. We've got a lot of movies. There is a lot, a lot of, of X-Men movies. That's true. <laughs> that I, true. I'm very fond but of. You gotta, you gotta, you got to agree with me on this, though. Like, we've been pretty close with most of the movies we've watched so far. With, like, two points differing. You gave it a 3.5 and I gave it an 8. That's, like... That's the four and a half difference on a point. That's almost that's as big as a difference as Ethan and me on Howard the Duck. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's a big, wide gap, man. And yeah, so that like, is our widest, uh, <laughs> widest gap yet. So That's pretty insane, man. Ooh. Dang. Yeah, so next week, yeah. a movie that definitely, I don't think, will uh, divide us as much as this week. We oh. have Spider-Man 2, yes. which is near and dear to my heart. I hope, yep. hope it is to you guys. Yep. And, uh, you know, I'll just read the synopsis of that. Peter Parker is beset with troubles of his failing personal life as he battles a brilliant scientist named Dr. Otto Octavius. And you can watch that on TNT Go, 
TBS or rent and buy it on Amazon. Or, you know, if you're a human being, you just own the DVDs. Yeah, you know, I've got the 4K Blu-ray, so I don't know, you guys are doing That's but. what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> if you don't own these movies, what are you doing, man? Because Punish uh, Punisher, Spider-Man 2 is, without a doubt, one of the greatest comic book movies of all time. Mm. I agree with you. We're probably not going to have as much controversy as we did this week. But Which will be nice. Yeah. It'll be nice to be on the yes. same playing field again. <laughs> I, However, I agree. Before our Spider-Man Two episode premieres, do you know what's before that? Kenobi, Kenobi. Kenobi. Look <laughs> forward to that episode one be. and two. Yep. Look forward to those reviews. I'm going to try and have that up on that Friday. So I'm going to try and do an episode. We're going to meet up after. Probably not that evening. Probably not because I'm going to be at my house. I'm thinking we might just do, do it digital. all on digital from going forward for the Kenobi because I, I, there's more people I want to bring into this. There's yeah, a lot funny. of people that have expressed interest in being on the after shows. So we're probably going to do it all digital. So just be somewhere where you have a good Wi-Fi connection and we'll be we <laughs> at, go from there. Even, at even. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. me too. I'll be at my grandparents this summer. So, <laughs> But look forward to that. Also, I'm starting a, I think I'm going to start a new segment for the YouTube channel called uh, Musical Monologues. Yeah, cringy name, but uh, I like to I like to put together uh, scenes from TV shows or movies with different uh, musical clips. Uh, one just went up actually Saturday with uh, the Cad Bane versus Cobb Vanth duel with the watch chimes from four a few dollars more. So check that out. It was a really cool scene with even more epic music. But that's just me. Like I kind of really just like that stuff. So uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Leave a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Punisher 2004, the most controversial movie we've talked about so far. <laughs> Apparently, I didn't think it was going to happen, but it happened. So uh, we hope you've enjoyed this and for sticking around this long other than that, I'm Ben Rayside. I'm Ethan. I'm Micah. And we all hope you have an absolutely fantastic day. Hey.